Is it your dream to become a professional wrestling superstar, manager, or referee? Well, you can make that dream a reality by training with Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Learn from former WWE superstar and NXT coach Eugene Nick Dinsmore. Classes are training right now, so go to MidwestAllPro.com and click on training to enroll today. Network. It's your boys, DJ Barbecue, the megaphone maestro himself, Tiger Man, Roar. and you got your boy, Cole Dawson, on this episode of Pro Wrestling Uncut on the Coda I Radio Network. We talk professional wrestling, we talk pay per views for AEW, we talk The Fiend, and possible things that could be happening for Survivor Series. And take over. All that and more. Let's go, boys! Alright, guys, it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been on the show at, you know, for Pro Wrestling Uncut. Uh, let's start with the AEW pay per view that they had, Full Gear. Um, not quite sure if you guys saw it. I kind of watched some of the. Um, kind of vignettes of what happened. Um, I had some sporting events to go to with my son, so I didn't quite catch the whole show. So let's hear it. Dave, uh, did you see any of it? You know what? I'm going to start off with saying I actually uh, agreed with Jim Cornette on this. The only match I cared about on this show was Cody versus Jericho. Yes, I could see that. 100%. That- I could see that. They had no build-up to any of the matches besides that. Uh, I'll disagree with that. I thought they've done a good job with Pac and um, oh, and Hangman building up to that. And that match was really good. Um, and then their rematch from this last Wednesday was even better, I felt. Um, I actually really enjoyed uh, an AEW women's match for once. Uh, Rio... And uh, Emi Sakura had a really good match. I actually thought it was the best wrestling match, kind of bell to bell. Just a match in and of itself. Obviously, Jericho and Cody, the total package, and the MJF uh, heel turn was the the best segment of the show. And that match had the most build-up and story. But I really enjoyed the women's title match for a change, which was nice. But, But you know how I know... How I knew Cody was going to lose. Because he said if he lost, he'd never get a title shot again. <laughs> because, because Charles was rooting for Cody. And who was Charles rooting for? He, he rooted for Nyla Rose, Marco Stunt. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't rooting for the loser. I, I wasn't really technically rooting for Cody Rose. Yes, I mean, that would be great to have Cody win. But I knew that there was a point that it would have been MJF doing something to screw him up. I thought it was going to be a clean like clean win for Jericho, to be honest with you. The, the, the moral of the story is, if Charles is rooting for you, you might as well just give up in the beginning. <laughs> I, I, I think the moral to the story, if someone has three initials and uses their middle name, you can't trust them. <laughs> JBL, MJF, they're, they're probably a piece of shit. <laughs> 
right? TJP, you know, if they've got three initials in their name, they're probably a piece of shit. Can't trust them. Y2J. Exactly. HBK. <laughs> there you go. Triple H. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, we're getting uh -oh. a pattern here. Let's just shit all over all the important people in the world right now. So, <laughs> so why are we sh why are we shitting on the uh, the Omega and uh, Moxley match though? They had a build up on that. Yeah, but it was it was. Uh, I'm so over garbage wrestling. Yeah, build up to to this drunk man. Like okay. I don't know. I want to build up to like a regular match. So they can actually show off what they can do, not just what they can take. No. Well, I mean, how, how about we have a couple three matches before we go straight into the bloody death match? Like, why don't we actually build up to a blood a bloody death match and not just like, hey, guess what? This guy is hardcore. He's gonna use razor wire and cut themselves. And I just like, and even then, like the stuff in the beginning of the match was way worse. And looked way more painful, you know, like when they were, like, actually bleeding. That was way more impressive than at the end of the match where they were using gimmick glass and gimmick, you know, barbed wire net that they did a suplex into. And, oh, man, they took the... the they. <laughs> they took the pads off the off the ring. Where have we ever seen that before? Uh, Bully Ray. Uh, or my brother-in-law. <laughs> who who would that be again? I'm not quite Johnny sure that. wrestling. Johnny oh, Gargano. Let me tell you, have you ever been to Cole's house? No. It's I, weird. I live in it's South like, Dakota, so that's it, kind of a... It, it's, it, okay, shut up. Let me tell my story, okay? <laughs> all right, all right, Charles. Okay. We, we don't want you rooting for Johnny to give him another concussion, okay? <laughs> oh, my oh wow. We're going See, there. let me tell you. Cole's house is like the cult of Johnny, man. You walk in, and they have his picture taped to family photos. Not like recent ones, but like baby pictures, like Johnny's <laughs> does for some reason. <laughs> and for some reason, they're, they're taped over Cole's picture. Oh, I, my God. I don't know what's going on there, man. Well, Johnny certainly is my dad's favorite son. I will. That's like goes without saying. But I think that's just because he's married to my sister, so. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Very so, obviously the favorite. So, <laughs> so he raises you, but Johnny is, uh, is the favorite. Oh, Johnny's definitely his favorite. Well, what did you do to make your dad mad? Well, what I do is I'm not the person who's taking care of his little girl. So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever has that job is by far his favorite. So. <laughs> Pictures all over with his face taped over yours. Yeah, that's that that's not nice. accurate. No, oh, that's now, not accurate. Now, now, on a true story, we do actually have family photos where we have taped pictures over people, but that's a, that's a different story altogether. That's just my uncle, and there's a big picture of Eeyore taped over him because nobody likes him, <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> This is my uncle. The last time we had nobody a notices game. me. <laughs> exactly. That's that's my uncle in a nutshell. We've called him ER all our life. But this just a good example of my uncle. The last time we had a family football game together, my uncle's in his fifties, mind you, right? And so me and my cousins were all in our twenties and thirties. Now he uh, we're playing football, and 
And he's like, well, if you guys aren't going to throw me the ball, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to play. He's like, okay, <laughs> Uncle Steve, you can play quarterback. <laughs> oh, my God. We should have this booked on a on an MTV uh, show oh, with you, bitch. keeping up with the Dawsons. Oh, I like that idea though. Let's let's. I'm gonna when I go up to my parents' house for Thanksgiving in a couple weeks. I'm gonna tape Johnny pictures all over, just over everybody. It's just gonna be Johnny. You should, do, you should do that. You should do that. You should do that. And with anything that has a picture, I don't care. Like even the 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 newspaper, you know, everywhere. Just just put his picture, her picture over everything. So, yeah. <laughs> Just fold out. My dad opens a paper. World's greatest daughter and son-in-law. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> right. Oh man, I love this wrestling talk. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, so we go off the pay-per-view and we go to Wednesday. So, how do you think that they actually handled that coming off the big heel turn to go into the next uh, fight for Moxley? And, you know, the women's matches, how do you think that they handled that? Well, this Wednesday, I thought, uh, once again, here's the thing. Uh, AEW is doing a much better job on Wednesday nights of making me feel like I need to watch next week to see what's going to happen. I thought the MJF and Jericho segment was phenomenal this week. Um, I thought... And another thing they're doing right, uh, they finally debuted Wardlow, right? At right. the end of the show, they do a great job of debuting people and making them seem important. <laughs> like, it's, all of a sudden, this guy comes out, he does a run-in. Oh, the first thing he does is attack Cody. Oh, this guy matters. He's important, and he's got heat. But did they have a mascot dog? Uh, who had a mascot dog? Did I miss something? Yes. <laughs> Cody had a mascot dog. Oh, good times, good times. Very, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a Siberian Husky, I think it is. Um, it's white. Uh, I was just actually taking a break because I was uh, googling uh, who uh, Hoovy is because uh, Jericho did say, you know, oh my you go ahead and Google Hoovy. Uh, I don't really need to Google Hoovy <laughs> because uh, here, here's one thing. Okay, so he said 25 years ago. You know, he was facing uh, Hoovy and, like, knocking the crap out of him, which uh, I've seen pictures say otherwise. Uh, but that that wouldn't be 94. That was in 96 on Saturday uh, on TBS. TBS? Uh, and uh, I, I know Hoovy because he was here in South Dakota facing uh, Rich Maxwell to be rich. Uh, he was the Midwest All-Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion at the time before he got beat by Billy Gunn, badass Billy Gunn. And also Rowdy Brown. It's a long story how that happened in one night, but he got fired from the company. And Hoovy uh, tweeted out saying, uh, <laughs> Google it, man. Google it. So that was pretty entertaining because that was like one of the good points of that promo. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, so let's go with the other matches that happened in the show. What do you guys feel they compared to NXT? Uh, I, I, NXT wasn't really my thing this week. I, I didn't really, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not a fan of Leo Rush. I don't really care about his stuff. I don't care about his work. I don't care about the 205 title. Uh, 
the first woman's match was just god-awful, which, I mean, you get two girls that are that green. I mean, th- this is like, uh, what's her name, Zaya? Zaya? Yeah. It's her first handful of matches, period. And then the other girl's really green, too. Aaliyah? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. NXT just didn't really do it for me this week. Although, although the ladder match uh, had a, a very interesting spot where someone almost lost their face. So... And they immediately ruined that by not showing her bleeding on screen and stopping the blood while EO helped, just kind of pretended her shoulder hurt and she couldn't stand up or pick up a ladder. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, uh, Aaliyah got her nose busted wide open and then Mia... Yeah, two girl, two yeah. girl matches with injuries in one night. Yeah, and Mia just about got half her face knocked off. That kind of reminded me of uh, Joey Mercury. When he got that ladder yeah, hit in yeah, his face, very like bad. Similar. That was scary. Uh, Dave, did you watch any wrestling this week? Uh, I watched uh, the toys that made us, the the WWF toys. Nice. Yes, yes. Now, why don't you explain to some of the people that haven't seen that, because there's probably a lot of people that have, but you're in that realm of comic books, toys, and all that with your other side show, um, that your other creative, uh, it's uh, Collection Connections is what you have. For a project um why don't you go into a little detail about that yes about, i have no idea what we're talking about uh well you know it's um yeah i'm in the the comics and toys too besides wrestling um i i do various shows about it uh one on youtube uh called tiger talk you can find on uh youtube under collection connection and uh, I co-host another podcast of uh, indie comics for the Grand Geek Gathering. Right. So, well, those the, are two things. Well, the reason why I brought that up is because, like, pro wrestling with toys and all this stuff, um, and that's a hit thing on Netflix. But why I'm saying that is that, do you think with all the stuff that's happening with the way that both companies are having these, uh, you know, pay-per-views coming up here... Uh, do you think that they'll be end up going to a video game? Um, that sense with AEW now, because I'm only saying this is because I've seen a lot in the last couple weeks of where it's been hyped up. They've been talking about that there's supposed to be a AEW video game. Um, Absolutely, they're gonna gonna release an AEW video game. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a hundred percent given, considering that. All the EVPs, you know, the, the all those guys are video game, like, big-time gamers. Right, especially like, Kenny it's Omega. A given. Yeah, but, I mean, Cody's already been saying, like, oh, it's going to be, like, No Mercy-ish, which I think every single wrestling gamer fan has been waiting for for the last 20 years. Well, it's actually, like they found the perfect video game, and then they just spent 20 years ruining it and just pissing us all off. Well, I'm actually surprised they haven't came out with like a, a limited release like action figures yet. Right, that's one thing I'm 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 kind of wondering because when watching that show on Netflix, they had a, a a war between three major like action figure companies. I'm surprised none of them have tried or at least put that out there. Um, you know, I, I'd like to say that everybody should give a try out for now because Dave's happy because uh, Retro Mania is going to be on the PS4. 
And that actually, I can say this now because I got a message from Michael Herman, who's the CEO of Retrosoft Studios. It's actually been licensed as the sequel to WrestleFest. So instead of being kind of the blessed, um, you know, new prince of that era of wrestling, nope, they got everything licensed, everything all approved. Now it's the official uh, sequel to WrestleFest. So if you guys remember WrestleFest in 91, uh, this is going to be absolutely amazing. And I just wanted to put that out there because I did ask him if that was uh, been verified and he said yes. So uh, hopefully you guys uh, will check that out. Um, with this week coming up, now we had started because of some, you know, plane delay and everything else happening with WWE over in Saudi Arabia. Do you guys think that because it was so surprising, um, for NXT to show up that, that Friday, do you think that they kind of dropped the ball with that? Because they have the pay-per-views coming up. So I figured we start talking about NXT in that, I mean, you got, what is it? Bailey, Shayna, and uh, the man. Um, that match is coming up. I don't know anything about this whole five-on-five, five, uh, you know, 15-man battle uh, tag team thing. Because um, I know it's like, what, it's the Undisputed Era and, like, who else is supposed to be there? That's confusing to me. Maybe you guys can, you know, drop a little line on that. So why don't we start with those two? I, I don't watch... I'm still boycotting the main roster, so I have no idea what we're talking about. I have seen that we're definitely doing... I mean, I happen to have had a conversation with certain people, so I know that there's definitely going to be... Uh, NXT is going to have a presence at Survivor Series, so that's awesome, but... Um, well, do you, do you think uh, I haven't looked to see what's happening yet. Do you think that's going to be a... Um, that's kind of overshadowing their uh, takeover? Not necessarily. For the takeover? Yeah, I mean, you hear more about Survivor Series than that. I, I don't think anyone, and I don't think anything is going to overshadow NXT and what it's doing. I, I think the only thing this is doing, which it was, our, it's already a proven fact, the first week that NXT was basically equal in the ratings to AEW was the week AJ Styles shows up on TV. So, I mean, I, I think the, all they're, what, what they're really trying to do right now is get, get the ratings closer. Yeah. And, I mean, well, that's really all this is, and that's a, it's unfortunate that they felt ne it was necessary to bring in a bunch of ringers to try to get AEW, or, sorry, yeah, to try to catch up with AEW, but... That, that's really where the unfair part of this war is. WWE has unlimited resources, so. Well, Dave, what are you going to watch? Are you going to prefer TakeOver or are you going to watch, you know, Survivor Series? Uh, why not both? I mean, why, why do you have to choose? Uh, you know, Survivor Series, we're going to get uh, Strong, Styles, and Nakamura in a, in a three-way. Like, why would you want to exclude that? Right. But why would you want this takeover too? Because those are always a, a solid show. Well, the only reason why I bring it up is because you guys have the, you know, the experience of being in the ring and that. I just, you know, as me saying like, hey, you can like everything. It doesn't seem like it holds any like power. Um, 
can you explain to these individuals like why do you have to choose a side and how to me that seems like it's stupid to pick like okay that's that one's dumb over that one just to, like can you explain why just being a just be a fan um there's there's a lot of just territory that like you just feel like a more connection to like uh like during the original monday night wars like like if uh, if people were just equal there would have been no winner you know what i mean um yeah, there's people that felt more connected to WCW, more that felt, you know, more connected to WWE. And it's the companies that push that that you have to choose a side. It's not like... It's yeah, like, I, I, it's because they always talk about how there were, you know, 10 million people watching on Monday night. You know, 5 million were watching WCW and 5 million watching WWF. That's not accurate. There's no way... There was ten or twelve million people watching every Monday night. There were people flipping back and forth watching both shows, and then there was probably I, I would say there's probably about eight million viewers at the height of wrestling, and then there was probably half the audience watched one show, half the audience watched the other show, and then there are well, one third, one third. And then there was another half that uh, watched everything. And they'd flip back and forth and want to see everything. I was solidly in the WWF's camp. I did not watch WCW back then, which is why I'm thankful for the network now. But Because I've caught up on a lot of those old pay-per-views I missed. And, I mean, it kind of, if anything, has strengthened... <laughs> my uh, convictions of being loyal to WWF because those pay-per-views, some of those are just god-awful. The main events are horrible on most of the old WCW NWO pay-per-views. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can vouch for that because I watched them quite a bit. Yeah, you spent the money. <laughs> no, I, I didn't spend the money. I just watched the actual TV shows. I mean, they would see the vignettes. I always wanted to watch them, but I couldn't afford it. Um, that being said... Uh, I want to hear what your guys' opinion on this because you're kind of in that that age range for like remembering what the pay-per-views used to cost and then now with AEW having its cost of a pay-per-view. Um, what's your guys' thought individually? We'll start with Dave. What do you think about this whole, you know, it's $49.99 for some of them to pay for the pay-per-view for AEW. So um, just kind of highlight your thoughts about is it worth it? Uh, do you remember any of those days that you'd watch those other pay-per-views? Like WWE was, you know, I think it was like close to like $70 if I remember right. No, all right. First of all, like 30, but go ahead. Dave. Let, let, let me start off with this. Okay. The best pay-per-views were the in your houses cause they were $20 and you got a pretty solid show. You got some uh, wrestlers you don't usually see on there and it was entertaining throughout. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the $20 pay-per-view. Yeah, WrestleMania was usually around fifty bucks. I, I'd say, you know, Royal yeah. Rumble probably forty. You know, those are like the the bigger matches and stuff. But you know, same quality. Um, do I think fifty dollars is too expensive for AEW? I wouldn't say that, but we live in a time where if you wait a couple weeks, you're gonna be able to see it for free on on YouTube, and I think that's what's gonna really kill the sales. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, right now, we, we 
we, we live in a time where people know that the, the results are set up and everything like that, so it doesn't really matter if you watch wrestling the night of, you know, when it's happening, stuff like that. Only the really, like, diehard fans really care about that stuff. You know, care about spoilers, stuff like that. Um, majority of people just want to see a good match, and, um, you know, they'll, they'll wait. And that's what's uh, going to be the downfall of that. Okay. Cool. Uh, I am totally fine with fifty dollars. It's when pay per views like, I if you give me a good show, I'll pay whatever the cost is. Like for a few years ago, Floyd Mayweather fought Manny Pacquiao. Finally, it was a hundred dollar pay per view. I had no problem paying my hundred dollars to watch the best fighter that's ever walked, the most skilled fighter that's ever walked the planet, and Floyd Mayweather embarrass Manny Pacquiao. But if you're gonna give me, a, if you're gonna throw out a pay per view every every couple weeks, it gets old, and that that's why I, it doesn't bother me now because everything's on WWE Network for nine ninety nine a month, so I don't have to pay for their pay per views anymore. So if AEW is gonna do five a year, absolutely, I'll pay fifty bucks because it's not like back in the day where I was paying the $10 weekly for the TNA pay-per-views and ordering the $40 pay-per-view every month for WWE. So, like, I, I've got no problem paying $80 a month for pay-per-view, but I don't have to because it's $9.99. And so I'll pay for the AEW pay-per-view. It makes it easy for me to buy it now that I don't have to choose. So thank you, WWE, for being cheap and not paying the boys... Uh, pay-per-view bonuses anymore <laughs> um so what what do you what is your prediction i mean if you guys are going to take time to watch and i know you you said cole that you don't watch it and maybe dave's probably actually going to be working um but i just want to hear what you guys feeling and prediction are going forward with this survivor series with wwe because really you know AEW is only like you know one night a week so you don't really get a chance to see anything um what's your predictions on this uh we'll start with cole um with going with Survivor Series, um, and I think that's what two weeks away or a week away. It is. I'm I'm right now in the process of trying to get out of my Saturday class so I can leave for my vacation uh, day early so I can actually watch um, NXT live because I want to see my sister do all the dumb shit and get injured live, and then. <laughs> <laughs> And and then I can't. I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched Survivor Series in years, and I'm definitely going to watch Survivor Series this year. Like I've been watching two WWE pay-per-views a year for about the last five years now. And every once in a while, when there's something I really want to see, like Brock Lesnar, then I will tune into a pay-per-view. But that's really about it. It kind of is like, well, who's Brock wrestling? Oh, he's wrestling Daniel Bryan. I'm definitely watching that. Other than that, it's like, okay, just, you know, it's January, so I know Royal Rumble's coming, so I'm going to watch that, and it's WrestleMania, so I'm going to watch that. But other than that, I, there's no, I, I just, WWE's not must-see TV for me anymore. I don't need to watch it. Okay, Dave? Uh, let's see, uh, am I going to watch Survivor Series? Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I mean, uh, we got... Brock and Rey Mysterio, which I don't really care too much about. Um, yeah, I don't really need to go into that. Uh, you know, we got Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. I think it should be a, a pretty good match. 
Even though I'm not really uh, too keen on the fiend, man, to tell you the truth. Uh, well, yeah, because they shit all over and killed it already. Right. I was super into that with uh, just off the vignettes that were incredible. I mean, I was, the they vignettes. were incredible, but I love the vignettes. Yeah, but, but then they, they just shit all over it. The first chance they got, and I knew it was gonna happen. But uh, I, I'm just not. I'm the, the, the character just feels like an overkill. I, I'm just. Kinda... Well, yeah, because they made it cartoony. Instead of letting yeah. him do what he's been doing on these vignettes and being awesome and just being a little off-kilter and being creepy and, and building it up slowly, they said, oh, no, fuck it, make him the champion right away. Who cares that we want to try to get Seth over? I don't know. They put, him, they put both those guys in a no-win situation. It was either completely bury Seth Rollins and have the fiend go over or bury the fiend. There's no way for either of those guys to lose that match and it not hurt them. Period. Imagine a world where boring DJs play the same 40 songs over and over. Another deep cut by Aerosmith. Walk this way on Boring. 102.7. Where radio stations play 16 minutes of commercials every hour. <laughs> this is Gary from Gary Chevrolet. And I'm Carrie from Jerry Chevrolet. Where the request line just rings and rings and rings and rings. That would suck. Radio doesn't have to suck. The only live local rock and roll radio show anywhere in the Sioux Empire. Actually playing music in the morning and the music you want to hear. Your requests at 605-215-5272. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Tune in at KBackRadio.com on Apple Music or on your Alexa or Google Home enabled device. Also on the Live 365 and tune in mobile radio apps. KBackRadio.com. This isn't some corporate VP of programming's rock. This is our rock. I'd like to thank our boys from Bear Within Us giving us our hit theme song for Pro Wrestling Uncut and the Uncut Live Show on the Coda iRadio Network. This is their hit song, Baker. Find them on iTunes and Spotify today. For me, the Barbecue Boy. DJ Barbecue, and the Tiger Man, the Megaphone Maestro himself, and the man, the myth, the legend, who is Cole Dawson. We will see you on part two of this episode, because we had so much to talk about. We will continue talking about The Fiend, Seth Rollins, and much, much more. Boys, take us away.